Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Rhonda Hammond. We are at week six. I'm going to give a couple minutes, but we just wanted to welcome you all. It is week six of Steadfast Love, uh, our Bible study. So we are here, and this week we're talking about gratitude. So we're just going to give some people a couple minutes to come on. As you all know, we have the phone for conference line so that we can talk, but we're also on live as well on Facebook. And the group is Steadfast Love Bible Study. So welcome to the group. We're having some technical difficulties this week. Okay, here we go. All right. Happy about it. Welcome, welcome. We are on our week six. We're already online, so if you're on the conference line, um, you can dial in 724-444-7444, and the pin is 11765. I want to give everyone a couple minutes to come on and join us for week six. I'm excited about it because it's about gratitude. It may look a little grainy because we're on our laptop. So if you can bear with us. And I'm excited. I am still, well, last week I was jogging a little bit. 
that's one of the questions that they ask in the Bible study. Are you sprinting? Are you jogging? Are you walking? Are you strolling? For the most part, I have been sprinting, sprinting through this experience. Last week, I was a little jogging, walking. I believe I said walking. And this week, we just came off a vacation, too. So um, I'm still sprinting. I've been sprinting today because I was ready and going over notes and all that good stuff. So I am ready to go. So I'm going to wait just one minute, and then we are going to just go right in. Hope you guys had an awesome weekend, had an awesome day, hopefully. A lot of incredible things happening. Okay, well, it is 8.32 on one of my clocks, so I am going to get started because I try to be as prompt as possible, and we are going to get started. So, it's Rhonda. I am back again for week three. Welcome, welcome, on the line. So I am going to get started. So this week I was pretty excited because it's about gratitude and I feel like this is gratitude early. I don't want to tell you so much, but I want to tell you, hold on, I want to tell you, uh, I am usually doing gratitude, my gratitude, in November, and uh, I'll kind of go over it again. But there's this practice that I do every year, every day, and so I feel like this is ahead of time, so it's kind of getting me right into uh, gratitude for my 2017. So we're going to go into week six, and I say welcome to you all who joined us and made it through and trudged through. And uh, I know we've talked about it before. There's a lot of homework. It takes five days for every week. So we're on week six, and there's a lot of homework. It's a lot of looking up scriptures. I'm excited about it because it makes you dig in the Word. And uh, sometimes when we use the electronics, we can put the Bible in alphabetical order. And the Bible, you can't do that. So you have to really take the initiative to dig and dig deep. The shirt is just a little thinny today. So I'm going to go over on week six. I'm going to read you what we read every week before we get started. It's our little note. It's Psalms 107, and this is our note from Lauren. It is Psalms 107 is a call to worship, a call to the people of God to remember all the ways he has rescued and will continue to rescue. The psalmist is imploring the people to speak out loud of his faithfulness and thank him for it. He invites us to invite each other to tell it because some of us need to hear a certain word right now. And all of us need to be reminded that God is here. Here's our important note that I read every week. It's a letter from Barn. And it says, so I am inviting you to remember with me the things we remember together. May not be shared memories from our own stories, but rather remembering how God has been faithful in his in his story, for our stories are woven into his. I am asking God to make his presence manifest among us over the next seven weeks. But more importantly, I am reminding you and myself that he is already there, ready and waiting. 
And we read that every every week. <laughs> I love it. He's ready and waiting and already there. So this is week six. We are in our gratitude section. It's almost done. This has been our first Bible study. It has been uh, awesome to, to learn and learn about God's steadfast love. So this week we're reading Psalms 107. We usually read the whole entire 107. That's how we started. But we started to break it up into the section. So I'm going to read Psalms 107, and it's 33 to 33. Welcome. Hey, Stacey. So we'll start on page 157, and I'm going to read the whole Psalms 107, 33 to 43. He turns rivers into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, a fruitful land into a salty leaf because of the evil of its inhabitants. He turns a desert into pools of water, a parched land into springs of water. And there he lets the hungry dwell, and they establish a city to live in. They sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. By his blessing, they multiply greatly. Amen. And he does not let their livestock diminish. When they are diminished and brought low, the, through oppression, evil, and sorrow, he puts them on princes and makes them wander in trackless weeds. But he raises up the needy out of affliction and makes their families like flocks. The upright see it and are glad, and are in all wickedness shuts its mouth. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let him consider the steadfast love of the Lord. I love the last piece where it says, Hey, <laughs> PR is my name, huh? <laughs> I love this last one. It says, them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. And ever since we've been doing the Bible study and we have been learning about God's steadfast love is interchangeable with unfailing love, it says consider. So for me, that it's an effort to consider during the day, during moments, during disappointment, discourage, frustration, whatever you're going through, consider God's steadfast love. It's a practice that we need to do. And Remember that whatever we are in the midst of, consider God's steadfast love. There's times, and I'm going to read you this awesome scripture that um, I pulled out today. It's going to, like, mess you up because you're going to be like, okay, God, this is what it was about all the time. So that's our Psalms 107.33. We have some questions, but I ask you all to think of some things that you are grateful for. So I hope you brought those notes with you today. We're going to go back to our, um, um, I'll let you know in a minute. I'm excited that we made it. We made it to six weeks, and this is online. And there's a couple people that started out with us, and we just kept on going. And as I said, I would still teach it as if it was 50 people hoping that it would be, but guess what? God says that if you're faithful over the small things, he'll make you ruler over many. So I want to ask this question from week six. So we made it. We put our hands up. We're cheering. But how, how does what we fear reveal our faith is one of our questions for this week in our session six. How does what we fear reveal our faith? And I put there's still some areas that I need to give to God because when I fear, and I'm going to talk about it, it's in our scars. Um, when I fear, I realize that I haven't given over that area 
to God. I have I may fear how the circumstances will turn out. Um, I'm, I have this thing, and, and if I commit this, admit this, my child is in another state in school. I'm, you know, I just, you know, I'm concerned. I don't like to say worried. Um, just concerned, and I'm always praying for him. And the enemy will just give you multiple things to think about. What if this happens? And what if this happens? And all this stuff. And then I have, you know, the two here, and they're out on the road. And I believe as parents, especially mothers, we're always, you know, faced with this. There are children, and, uh, you know, we want the best for them. And so there's some fears that we deal with. And so I realized when I had these fears that I have to give that over to God. And it's literally, I explain it to my daughter this way, it's literally taking a, um, I always think about uh, Crown or Queen Elizabeth. I watch a lot of those shows. Just royalty, I love that, and and just their their big serving dishes, you know, the big serving dishes with uh, the silver, and you know how they have to polish it up and everything. I always think about me giving things to God that way. I think about it on a big serving dish, and then I walk it over to Him, and I say, God, like I don't know what to do with this, but I'm going to bring this to you. And my other illustration in my mind is bricks. You know, you carry bricks. If you ever seen the Michael Jackson movie, uh, where he who was it, Tito? One of the brothers, he told him to go out there because Tito hung out all night, and he said, go get the loose bricks to the different location. And that's how I think about some of the things that I have going on. I give them back to God. So that was just one of the things that we could think about today is, you know, how does what we fear reveal our faith? Just come over and look at it and ponder it and just say, God, help me in that area so that I can, um, he can help us. About that, I can put it back again. He can help us with our feet. So last week we looked at Jonah, but I want to focus on a, uh, another section about Jonah and what did we learn about Jonah and how is Jesus a better Jonah? Tim Keller says that God will give you what you would have asked for if you knew everything He knows. Does this bring you comfort? Why or why not? Let me give that back to you again. Tim Keller says. Let me read it again. Yes, I'm glad I did. God will give you, only give you what you would have asked for if you knew everything he knew. And does this bring comfort to you? Why or why not? I say yes because I'm in the middle of working on a message about the woman at the well. And uh, she went there to get water, and she didn't know that he was the Messiah. And I think about that, and I don't want to get to our relationship. I mean, when we know God, we know that we can ask for um, innumerable things, um, exceedingly, abundantly above we can even imagine, right? If we don't get in the Word and we don't create a relationship or get a relationship with God, He's right there around us, surrounding us, talking to us. And if we don't know Him, we can't even ask Him for the simple things because we would just miss and that's horrible for me to um, even think of. So does that bring comfort? Why or why not? It brings comfort to me because I just strive to get in relationship with God. That's what our prayer call is about, and that's what this Bible says about. So I'm going to go to our question, and uh, then we're going to talk about what we're grateful for. Here's a reflection of, Day 
three. I want to give you this to think about gratitude and response to God's grace. And Carl Barnes explains this on page 172. Grace and gratitude belong together like heaven and earth. Grace evokes gratitude like the voice of an echo. Gratitude follows grace like thunder. And we are speaking of the grace of God, who is God for man, and of the gratitude of man as his response to this grace. The two belong together so that only gratitude can correspond to grace. And this correspondence cannot fail. And that made me think about the grace of God and just seeing this as they correspond together because um, and we'll talk about this. I'm always in a place of gratitude. Always. I could just be in the middle of the day. I'll just tell you guys when I was coming back from uh, Ohio week and I looked at the trees and it was this amazing thing that I noticed. It was a um there were trees but the the bottom leaves on the trunk were going all the way up but the leaves themselves were green and I kept noticing and I was like, Oh my God and I said, Al, do you see these trees? I've never seen these trees before But in the moment coming back, it was the trees and I was like God thank you for this quiet time and just being able to you in a different way, and then just being able to just experience and go away. It's those moments, and we talked about it in one of our other weeks about the nature and seeing God in his presence. So I'm always just grateful for this small thing, knowing that he's in the midst of all of that. And one of the things that I prayed for our family is I said, God, one day in the past, and I'll never forget it, I said, God, all the things that you've created, please give my kids and myself an opportunity to see those places that they wouldn't just be bound to these areas. And so that's part of my quest of countries and all kinds of stuff. Because, I've, you know, there's Fiji and just beautiful places that we haven't even heard of. And God has created it. And we shouldn't just stay, you know, in one place. We should go out there and just see what God has done. And it gives us a different perspective. I wanted to give you that to think about from Carl, Carl Barch. And then I worked on some things here on page 165. Talked about reading First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. And this is what the word says. So what is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you? Well, verse 16 says rejoice always. 17 says pray constantly. This is like it right here. And 18 says, give thanks in everything, for this is the will of God. So if we can hold on right there and just part, if God tells us to rejoice always, pray constantly, and give thanks in everything, for this is the will. And that's a directive from God. It's three things that we should do every day. Rejoice always, give thanks, and pray constantly. So we're always praying. That's one of the things that we say on Simply Pray. And we're giving thanks, and tonight we're going to talk about some ways that we can give thanks. And then rejoicing, always. And so we had to write down a definition about what we talked about rejoicing, what was the difference. And it is a, uh, let me give it to you. It's a feeling or showing, no, no, it's a, I put praise, to feel or show great joy. And in the difference, Happy is feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. So joy is just, um, I'm sorry, rejoice is 
the feeling or showing great joy. And then uh, if we turn over to 166, it talks about in Psalm 13. So these are all these scriptures. And I heard uh, this wonderful lady say, make a choice to rejoice. And so I think in all that we do going through our daily lives, we have to make a choice, a choice to rejoice. Right on time, my dog. She's right on time. And I really don't want her to keep the door open. So here's some scriptures that talk about rejoice. Psalm 27 13, it says, God's goodness is the land of the living. And then Habakkuk 17 to 19, yet everything is barren. Um, this is what I put. I will, I will still rejoice in the Lord. Because it says, what do you think about um, the always? that they say rejoice always in these texts. In Philippians 4 and 49, it says rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. Then we go down to First uh, Peter 3 through 9 and verse 6, it says, what is the this in which they rejoice? And I believe this is the scripture that I wanted to read you. So let me get out my, uh, my Bible. Yes, yes, yes. So we are at First Peter chapter one three through nine, and this is good here. So I have the uh, a different version, but I'll read it to you. Okay, this is verse six. You rejoice in this, though now for a short time, and you have had to struggle in the various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith more valuable than gold, which perishes, though refined by glory, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You love him, though you have not seen him. And though not seeing him now, you believe in him and rejoice, in, and rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy because you are receiving the soul of your faith, the salvation of your soul. And when I read this uh, earlier today, I was like, oh, let me highlight this because this is, you rejoice, you know, even like right now for a short time that you have to go through these trials. But what it produces is so that the genuineness, when we think about um, our faith right now and things that we're going through, it's genuine faith because we went through the actual trial. And so I was like, oh, God, that's what you were doing. You were giving us genuine faith. And it says, it's more valuable than gold, which perishes. Okay, so this faith that we have is more valuable than gold. And then it says, um, it's refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor. And we say that all the time, but this is what God wants to do in us. He wants to refine us so that it re- it, uh, the result is praise, glory, and honor. The revelation of Jesus Christ and knowing that. He's walking with us. He's taking through some, taking us through some things. But then when we look at it and see what he's doing, we have this different revelation of God. And then it says you love him, and he loves us because that's this this said that love, even though we haven't seen him. And and this is um, my kids laugh at me all the time. And, and even I have a cool story about it that I come back from, and I've shared it with you, Ohio. But I'm usually like this. I mean, here I'm usually like this. Yes, God. Yes, and then I go to waving. This one lady was just totally like this, like surrender. Um, and so, uh, 
I don't know what happened in her life. I don't know what trial she's going through, but I bet you that her has a story behind it. And that is the praise, the glory, and the honor which God deserves. So I wanted to read that to you. It kind of just made me excited. So it says over one fifty-seven, also in verse six, what are the various trials called um trials I'm sorry, what had the various trials called them to feel? And I put struggle. And then what is necessary what is the necessary goal of trials? And then I said, as we just talked about produce faith praise, glory, and honor. And so I just wanted to give you that because I thought that that was awesome. And now we know, like, some of the trials, and as we walk away from this study and we're going into our new study, but as we walk away from this study, that we know that, I mean, they've gone through folly, they've gone through desert, they've gone through the marketplace, and they're asking God to, you know, and he sent the word out and, you know, gave them steadfast love and got them out of their distress, that we're going to go through so many more things as we're here on this earth, and and the Bible talks about our struggles and just different things because we talked about this last week in our meeting, the paradoxes that we have to die to live and how we have to give um, something up. Um, we have to give our gifts up to, to keep them. It's just like all these paradoxes that we have. And so in order to just keep on going with God, there's uh, some dying involved. Amen? All right. So, I have a couple more uh, questions, and then we are going to go to our uh, our good time. So, Stacey, you want to help me with this? Because this is, uh, I don't know if you're on the line, but it says, tell the group about a physical bar that you have, and how did you get it, and how long have you had it? Actually, I have two, and I'll show them to you. They're kind of like my, if you can see one, I have two of them. And one is, let me see if I can get up close enough so you can see it. I don't know if you can see it. It's there. There it is. You see it? And then I have another one over here. So this one is a crown iron, and this one is a light bulb that wasn't covered on my aunt's water bed. And it says, how long have you had this scar? And I said, 20 years. And here's where it got interesting because I had to look, look it up. It says, if you are willing, share with the group about your spiritual scars you have and how have these circumstances changed your relationship with God. So I had to literally look up spiritual scars because I was like, I just didn't want to get it wrong because, you know, there's so many things that we can list of things that we're dealing with. I felt the one comfortable thing that I can uh, share with you all is my one of my spiritual bar, scars is uh, hopelessness with listing. And this is um, how have these circumstances changed the relationship with God? And I just put that um, this year I've gained a, a great sense of hope, but I just remember being younger and just so many things happened that I felt a sense of helplessness, hopelessness, Hopelessness and hopelessness and just certain things that this is how things were going to be and that it just wasn't going to get any better. So Stacey said, I have one on my knee that I got on my bike down the Bisco Hill when I was 13 
awesome. So we have these bars that we can share with others and let them know that we're bruised and this bar stays there forever. Um, but we probably rarely even remember, right? I see this bar all the time. I see this bar. And I remember it was a curling iron, but I can't tell you the date. The same thing with this. I remember that it hurt really bad, and I had to, you know, put some scabs and stuff on it. Uh, but those scars are there, but it's not a part of my um, reality right now. Hi, Alanda. No problem. We're um, midway through, but you came on at a, at a good spot. So we're talking about our scars right now and scars that we have on our body. And how long have we had them? So Stacy shared hers. I shared two of mine. One is from a light bulb on a water bed, and one of them is from a curling iron. And we probably have many scars. I have another one where I was roller skating down down a crazy thing. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the last question is, how do you grow in your gratitude toward God for his grace? Anyone want to answer that? How do you grow in the gratitude toward God for his grace? I'm studying grace more because his grace is sufficient, and we're in the dispensation of grace. And God graces us, and um, he gives us mercy. Literally, um, in the last two weeks, I hear people, let me give, you know, God gives us grace. And even... We have this joke when people get their, you know, uh, assignments. We call it EGR, extra grace required, and that sometimes we just have to give people in our lives some extra grace required. And so I believe God gives us some extra grace in, in uh, times that we miss it, that we miss the mark, that, uh, you know, when we just have things going on, that he's just giving us grace, but he's always there for us. And as we're reminded, he's given us that best love. That's how much he loves us. I thought over the Psalms, as we're getting ready to close this out, we have one more week left. I look at it from a different perspective and how many times it was like they did this, and then uh, I think my gratitude shows in the small things. Yes, yes. What's an example of that, Stacey? your heart open. Amen. What's an example of, of the small thing? Like, is it... I think you mean, like, the, like the, uh, if, I'm, if I'm thinking the same thing, like, the things that you just don't expect. Like when we got home the other day, my daughter had a check in the mail, and we, like, threw our hand all up. And um, I made sure I told the kids, I said, put your hand up. <laughs> put your hand up, you know, because here's a check from some place. And everybody was like, yes, God. And I'm like, yes, that's right. Give them a break. <laughs> the unexpected stuff. Amen. So uh, here's a way. How do you grow in your gratitude towards God for his grace? And this is where I want to talk about, and hopefully you guys will share this with me. I don't know if you're on the recorded line. Um, if you if you can, if you are on the line or um, put in your comments. 
the things I said is to continue to write it every year. So when I talked about in the beginning of this gratitude, it's really early because I usually every November, it's the Thanksgiving month, right? And um, somebody's calling it's the Thanksgiving month, and so I take that time. I've done it for the last, I think, since 2011. I take that time, and I write what I'm grateful for for the entire year. And I start in November. I'm usually done at the end of the month. And sometimes I'm going over into the Christmas holiday, and I just keep on writing. And I used to do different kinds of things, but I just keep writing until I just, I'm done. And so what that list looks like is... Um, I'll give you an example. Stacy and I could have worked on a project together this year and not reflect on that. Um, Alandis, you and I have, you know, talked a lot more this year and got to know each other. I can put that on there. It's whatever the Holy Spirit prompts you in that area. It is, uh, you know, I was able to uh, pray more. I could talk about some of the lives that I did and, and overcoming some of those areas where I thought I couldn't do that and I wound up doing it anyway. I just go. I go family. I mean, I go at it until I dump out everything that I'm grateful for, everything that I can think of. To me, that was either a hurdle or a surprise or uh, just something really significant in my life. And, and I think this is what you're talking about, Stacey. Sometimes there are small things and sometimes there are huge things. I mean, one thing I could talk about that was huge was I didn't think I was coming home to work from home this year. Even out of that, I have a coworker that I've never, well, now we met face-to-face on Facebook, but um, she's in Arizona and I'm here. And we just talk like we've known each other and text each other, and it was just a divine, um, we both love the Lord and talk about our praise, and, and she just reached out to me. And that's my only coworker that I literally talk to all the time. So I just thought it was a relationship, and I'm grateful for that. And I, I didn't see it coming. And uh, being able to work from home, all of those things is what I am grateful for. And those are material things. But when I think about God's grace, I get into that, too, and how he kept me, how he kept my kids, how um, he's fathering, you know, our walk with him, our prayer life with him, just. Uh, so many things you can put on that list. In addition to that, I want to say uh, I write that list every note, but I also do this. I this is my soap, my soap book, and I've showed you guys this. Well, I do soap notes for scripture, observation, application, and prayer um, every day. Try to. Uh, but in addition, what I started to do here's right here. And I just put a box before I even get to the scripture, and I put what I'm grateful for. And that's just whatever the Holy Spirit prompts me to put. So I'll tell you what I put on this date, what I'm grateful for, God's voice, creativity, our perseverance in a project, healthy kids, and grace. And I put grace, and that was on September the 5th. And this gives me an opportunity to every day reflect on what I'm grateful for and uh, look back over it. So hopefully that helps you guys too. So I don't know if you came on with your gratitude, but I asked you guys to just write something um, that you were grateful for. So if anybody wants to share what you're grateful for today, maybe three things you can put in the comments. 
I can leave mine too. I can tell you guys what mine are because I wrote them down this morning. I'll tell you what my three things that I'm grateful for. Go for it, see? She says, I love it. Yes, it does. Amen. So I'll tell you what my three things. Um, my new Bible, right? So I got this new Bible. It's a Holman Christian Standard, the study Bible for women. And from what I hear, that everyone loves this Bible. And it, I thought I had study Bibles for days, but this gets into a whole other um, way of studying. And so I have to get used to it because it's different. And it has just a lot more meat and maps and, and words and all that good stuff in the back and word studies at the bottom and devotionals, you name it. It is jam-packed. But this was given to me at that conference this week. So I'm totally grateful for this. Persistence, because I have this new um, persistence in my spirit where I'm just like, I'm going, I'm running, and I'm going, and I'm running. And God, uh, I'm reading a book right now called Audacious. This audacious thing going on with me. And then the living word, that I'm really trying to get into the word and apply it to my life in such a way that um, it is ready and it energizes me and helps me change some things in my life, some areas that I've been struggling with. I know that it is in the word of God. I said it on a prayer call uh, this week. So those are the three things that my new Bible persistence and the living word of God because it's becoming real in my life. So you guys want to share some things you're grateful for? Oh, and I got a new pen too from the dollar store. It's a um a pen, a stylus, and a highlighter. <laughs> These kind of things make me happy. Okay, ladies, so what are you grateful for? Don't hold back. I'll give you some time to think. You can just put it in the comments. We're almost done. We're just on our you know, what what are we grateful for? And uh, I'll go over what's going to happen next week. Next week is our week seven, and it says goodbyes are hard. So we're going to finish out the Psalms, and we start back to where we started from in the beginning, and we just go over some things. So we won't be that long on next week, but hopefully you guys this week can come through. Um the days that you've missed. And as I mentioned on the call and live before, that I know that this book may take you some time. You, if you have gone through all of it, it is great. But there are some days, it's like five days, and it's, it's homework. It's um, getting into it and looking up some things. And um, so some, some days we were able to do, and some days um, we picked out what was favorite you know, our favor, and we went through it and did it. So we still have some work to do as far as that's concerned. And then soon I will give you the date. Um, I'm working on that date. 
Thanks, Faith. I'll come back to it in a minute. This is our new Bible study that we're going to do. I felt that it was needed. Steadfast love is definitely needed, and we needed to know what um, God has to say about his steadfast love for us. But sometimes we quit. I keep saying this like we park. We just park our car. And this is a new Bible study. It's called A Woman Who Doesn't Quit. And it's five habits from the book of Ruth. And it's by Nikki Kozorak. I didn't see that so well. I have a free copy of this coming. Someone blessed me. It's our copy. But we want to give out a gift to someone on this uh, Bible study for staying with us these and then if someone, if they need that Bible study, we'll give them with that too. We just wanted to let you know, and that'll be sometime in October we're going to move to a woman who doesn't quit. It, I believe $12.99 or $13. I got it off of Lifeway. We actually got it out of the actual Lifeway store. Okay, so Stacey says, I'm grateful for the art system. Yes, she is. <laughs> she actually helped me get back into my art system because I had dumped it. Um, but I actually love that book. And I Stacey, can I tell you, people are like envious because they can't believe that you can take the papers out and put the papers back in. So they just look at me like, oh, she is serious. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> so you're grateful for the art system, the soap method study, and devotionals, and your book. Yes. I want to tell you guys that um, Prophet Stacey has a new book coming out, or it's already out, it's prayers in the marketplace, so if you want to follow her and get a copy of that book, it's going to bless you. And Alanda says, God keeping my heart through the loss of my sister. Amen. Having a heart to obey God even when I don't understand the direction. Thank you for sharing. Thank you both for sharing. We'll keep you in prayer. Um, Alanda's having a heart to obey God even when I don't understand his direction. Uh, I want to give you this We read it, you came on late, but I want to give it to you again because it just made me happy today. It is first Peter six down to nine and then we'll close out. It says you rejoice in this, though now for a short time you have had to struggle in various trials so that the genuineness of your faith, more valuable which perishes, though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You love him, though you have not seen him. And though not seeing him now, you believe in him and rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy, because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Read that earlier, and it just helped me um, to kind of look at some things that I went through, and I was like, God, that's what it was about—your glory and your praise that you wanted to give us a genuine praise. And so I know through this, He's going to do that. Amen. So we thank you, ladies, for joining us for week six of the Steadfast Love Bible Study. Thank you, thank you so much. I give uh, kudos to you for hanging with us. I want to even tell you about this, but I'll tell you about this later. It's another little tool that we got. But we just thank you for laboring with us. And uh, we have one more week. We'll be back next week, same time. And then we'll go on to our new week in October with our new Bible study. Stacey's already got her 
book, and I will be giving one away because I already had mine. I just happened to run into a pastor's wife and said, I have that book at home. I'll make sure that I send it. And I'm like, amen, thank you. Look at this favor. That's the grace right there, Stacey. That's my, my another area of gratitude when he does those things. But when there are things that I'm, you know, like, God, I, I desire to do this. I, just, I want to delight in your word. And and uh, he just opens the door and, and uh, makes a way, right? So we're going to pray. I'm going to um, go off the around so that I can pray, and then we'll close out. I hope I can do it some of my laptop. This is all different. I don't know how to do it. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just put this book up because I don't want you to keep your eyes on me. I want Amen. God, we just want to thank you for this time and fellowship and study. Lord, God, we thank you for this time this night. And I say thank you. I say thank you all the time because this week we have focused on gratitude and we are so grateful that you brought us through this journey. And we know. Um, that some of them, some of us have started with us and some have um, busy schedules and just not able to show up every week. But we just thank you for the study that you've imparted into us, to even want to study, to even want to learn. We thank you for just the nuggets that you pulled out and that we have a different perspective about your steadfast love, that we will continue to just go on and um, drench ourselves and devour the word so that we would know more about what you have to say about this of your unfailing love, Lord God. And so we just thank you for the two that were here tonight. And maybe some are in the background and just quiet. But we ask you just to bless Stacey and Pastor Orlando. So God, keep them covered. Every journey that they um, put their hands to, the hands to the plow, that you would keep them covered, that you would give them witty inventions and ideas, that you would give them perseverance and strategies, that you would give them the wherewithal and resources to be able to do it and go forth. And as we're reading this book that you're showing us about audaciousness and the audacious love that you have for us, that it's this fervor, that it's this fearlessness that you send us out and you desire for us to bear fruit and so that we would go out and do what you mandated and commanded us to do. And so we just thank you again for this night. And as we lay in our beds tonight and we end out to say that we remember, we remember all things about you and that you are faithful to us, that you're, we say great is your faithfulness, Lord God, and we thank you for all the things that you bestowed upon us, that grace and mercy, yet we don't deserve any of it, but you keep on thinking about us and you have us on your mind, that you love us, that we're the apple of your eyes and that you cherish us and that God, you just want to do so many things in us, and so we just want to give you praise and glory and honor that result that you want in us, that some things that you need to do in us, that it's a genuine praise that we have inside of us, and we just thank you that we can hold on to that today from your word. And God, we just ask you to just keep us moving and going, Lord God, even when we get weary and sometimes we get down and discouraged and not understanding 
what you have going on in our lives that we can just continue to seek you and to just go to you and just ask God to help us to see things through your eyes, that we stay in constant relationship with you, and we just thank you for all things. We thank you for this time and building up our faith and bringing, building up our knowledge and our intellect in you and giving us the rainbow word that's going to carry us through our next season. And so we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for this Bible study, and we want to put some praise on it. We just so, so honor you, and we give you the highest praise, and we say hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So, ladies, we're back. Thank you so much for joining us again. And uh, we have one more week. We'll be back next week, and then we'll keep you posted on what happens next. But thank you for joining us. Keep us posted on what you're grateful for. And hopefully, um, I don't know what time you'll do it if you join me in November. I usually do a gratitude call in November. And just start to think about all the things that you are grateful for. And then when you look back over, my aunt used to sing this song, I look back over my life. You remember what God has uh, brought you through. It helps you to see what he's brought you through. Um, Some areas that you thought that you couldn't do and you did it anyway. And so it's a great tool to put in place. And so we want to go. Have an amazing night. As we always say, be fit and be blessed in God. Amen. Have a great night, ladies.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.